Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, reminder, you can get the podcast and listen back to the full shows if you've missed any of them uh, on the Room 104 podcast, which is wherever you're listening to podcasts from. That's where you can get it. You can go subscribe and rate and review if you want. Uh, a quick hello uh, to our friend. Sorry, I thought Isabel was in uh, the United States. And Isabel, I'm so sorry that we you're actually in Canada. You're in Montreal. That is uh, sacrilegious. That's like saying, you know, to an Irish person, oh, you're in the UK. Yeah. Whoops. Absolutely not. So she says, I'm a French-Canadian and I've been here all my life. I discovered FM 104 when I started working from home because of the pandemic. Love the show. Well, thank you very much for oh, that. Oh, that's cute. Thank you. Um, thanks very much for that, Isabel. Uh, yeah, that's I've a, always said, one. by the way, uh, side note, that I've always wanted to, to marry a Canadian man. I love a Canadian accent. Uh, Isabel, do you have any uh, Canadian friends or brothers or cousins or in that you could... Uh, Hook up with a 47-year-old Irish woman. I'm not 47. I am 31. (laughs) Going on 32 in September. I'll remind you every month until it's September. But yeah, Canadian accent, nicest accent in the world, 100%. Really? Yeah, I love it. I don't know about that. Um, Mary has gotten in touch as well. Hi, can you please wish Brandon all the best in his future? I met him the other day in the Fairview Hospital. He's looking after my mum. No way. Oh, that's amazing. What a great guy. Uh, Brandon was on a little bit earlier on, 17 years of age, contracted the con- coronavirus and had to be admitted to the Matter Hospital for seven days in complete uh, isolation on his own. So uh, he's training to be a nurse, wants to go on to be a nurse because he said he'd let people rob things if he was a guard. <laughs> That's generally not the best way to be if you're going to be a guard. So listen, yeah, we will pass on regards. Um, Brandon's interview will be up on the podcast shortly as well. But now moving on to some of the more serious topics of the day. My God. Oh, what serious topics are we on about now? So, a discussion. Let me use uh, words that, like, uh, you know, a tabloid rag would use or words that, uh, you know, one of those juicy magazines would use where uh, Twitter row erupted and people were outraged, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Simple question this evening. Give us your opinion tonight. Where in your kitchen is the chocolate kept? Is it in the fridge or is it in a cupboard? Um, Okay, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I only have a mini fridge, right? So you know I don't cook very often. I never Mm. use any of my presses in my kitchen. So everything, including chocolate, including bread, goes in the fridge. You're a scumbag. Every single thing. You're a scumbag. Ketchup, ketchup, mayonnaise, butter, everything, eggs, fruit, like things that... 
should never be in a fridge. I nearly keep my cereal in the fridge. That's the only thing that I keep in a press on its own is cereal. Everything else goes in the fridge. So listen, don't be worrying this evening about, uh, you know, the response rates to the uh, coronavirus or the economic recession or anything serious like that. What you need to cast your mind to now is the important things. The things that affect you on a daily basis. Where do you put your chocolate? Are you a freak? Are you an absolute freak like Saoirse? And do you put your chocolate in the fridge? Or are you a sane individual, a normal, responsible human being that keeps it in a cupboard? Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. In the right mind, keeps chocolate in a press. It's it's going to get warm. It's going to get melted. It's going to feel stale. No, it's not. Freezing cold biscuits, like digestive biscuits from a fridge. You dip them in your tea. Unbelievable. No, 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 no. They'd be too hard. So right now in my fridge, I've got chocolate digestive, the whole packet. I've got four Galaxy Ripples, and they're all freezing cold in the fridge. And I've got a big dairy milk uh, caramel bar in the fridge. It's not too well, cold. You're officially ruining the chocolate, by the way. No, I'm not. You are? No, you're you can only make chocolate. it better. You're ruining no chocolate. Absolutely not. Ruining no, chocolate. Everything tastes better from the fridge. Hi, I'm Sir Shalong, and I ruin chocolate. No, someone has to agree with me. Come on. Every single Hi, thing. I'm you put ice cream in a freezer, obviously. I'm Sir Shalong, and I want the chocolate, and I want people to take the chocolate and... <laughs> Damn it. Didn't have the, didn't have it up high enough. Uh, it's called karma. Uh, it is called karma. Well, that wasn't. But yeah, no, no, chocolate absolutely goes in the fridge. I would be horrified if I went to someone's house and they offered me chocolate and I saw them taking it out of a, a press or a biscuit tin. I'd be horrified. I probably wouldn't want it. I, I don't get this because Mark is after texting and agreeing with you saying chocolate one hundred percent has to go in the fridge. Mark, thank you're a freak. you, Mark. Thank you. Yes, we can be friends. Honestly, we can be friends in the insane no... asylum that you have to go into. Oh, hang on. I'm just after getting a message in from Emma who said, God, yes, chocolate in the fridge. Thank no, you, No, Emma. 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 Thank you. Yes, we can be friends, Emma. Absolutely. Cormac, where do you keep yours? Honestly, do you have a I'll biscuit tin? It usually doesn't last from the time I go to the shop and a full packet of, like, I bought a packet of four pack of wispers earlier on. Oh. They're all gone. All right, they're all gone. But do you have like a biscuit tin in your house? No, we've we've like the sweet press. Everything goes in the cupboard. Okay, so you have a cupboard of chocolate and sweets and all these other things that you enjoy. And chocolate has to go in the cupboard. Listen, listen. Um, this is coming from the chocolate gods. So the chocolate gods have answered this question, right? And they said this is from Cabris from their Twitter account in Australia. Chocolate should always be stored in a slightly cool dry, dark place such as a cupboard at temperatures less than 21 degrees Celsius to ensure the quality isn't compromised, but not freezing cold. No, it doesn't have to be freezing cold. You're not putting it in the freezer. You're yeah, putting you're it ruining, in a you're cool ruining the chocolate. fridge. You're ruining the chocolate. Oh, we couldn't Imagine friends. marrying someone and finding out they put it in the fridge. You'd be devastated. No, I'd be more devastated if I found out someone I married liked pickles and olives. That's what I would be devastated about, but... um. No, chocolate in the fridge, that's where it goes. If they didn't put the chocolate in the fridge, I wouldn't care. I'd probably stick it in the freezer for 10 minutes and then I'd eat it. Oh, you don't need to giving. fret about this, but yeah, everything uh, everything and anything goes in the fridge. 
Like people, people who say that the you know keep bread out or in a bread bin. Like what are you talking about? It goes off. Really uh, look at you're you're gonna you're gonna love this issue, right? Beautiful text in from Matthew. Matthew, thank you very much for sending us in that. Um, Matthew has said this: perverts put chocolate in the fridge. These people should be on a watch list. Sorry, perverts. Matthew, this is for you. That's Hang your victory horn. A That's a victory horn. Well done, you, you sir. Round of applause. Can people. everyone just stop at 11 o'clock this evening? Can everyone go outside their door and give Matthew a round of applause and just go, well done, sir. Okay, Niall has also messaged me back in to say chocolate belongs in a cupboard, not a fridge. Yes. No, Niall. Yes. <laughs> No. Okay, fine, fine. You have your way of, of living and that's fine. If you want to keep your chocolate in a cupboard, that's grand. I don't want to be around you and that's fine. You can have your chocolate and I'll have my chocolate in my separate houses, okay? No, no, that's no. Only. Let's run don't a dictatorship start calling me a pervert where everyone... Because I want to... uh, no. <laughs> I am not going to be sat here and called a pervert for putting chocolate in the fridge, okay? <laughs> that does not equate to being a pervert. I am absolutely Tonight on RT not. News, we discover Sisha Long is a pervert. I'll explain more on that <laughs> at 11. Uh, listen, you're not, you're not on your own here, though, Sisha, because there's a lot of perverts, apparently. Uh, good evening, Alan. Alan, what is the story? Alan said, I keep chocolate in the freezer, especially picnic bars, because you take a bite, um, you take a bite hot and coffee, and it just melts into your mouth. You take a bite with some hot coffee, yeah. Uh, okay. Now, the only mm-hmm. thing I will no. say, right, about the freezer and about ice cream and that, I, d- I love ice cream, but I don't tend to eat it that much because I probably am overdue a visit to the dentist, and every time my teeth, you know, that horrible feeling of, like, hitting the nerve? Yeah. So if the chocolate's too cold or something's too cold and it gets in that tooth, I am... Um, not happy at all. So, freezer, not so much, but a fridge, you just need it nice and chilled. Yeah. Um, Ian has said, Ian, what's the story? How's you this evening? Uh, I wouldn't listen to the Australians about chocolate. They put something in to stop it melting. It's horrendous. Oh. Okay, f- fair enough. Do they, um, is it like that Do milk they? you get on the continent? What's know. it called? UPVC? Not UPVC, that's a plastic. What do they call that milk? That, like Condense. it never goes off. It's that disgusting stuff you get in the. You know, if Condense. you stay in a hotel room, it's the milk you get in the oh, coffee. Oh, um, what's that called? It's so in a little sachet. You get them in certain um, fast food places as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a particular yeah, name it on it, so it can be ca- condensed milk. No, I don't think it's I think condensed that's what it says milk. On it. It's 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 like. It anyway, doesn't go off, it, basically. UHT milk is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. I think you might be right with that. I have no idea. But yeah, I know the one you're talking about. But that stuff they're saying apparently is in chocolate. We don't know that for a fact, so we can't comment. But look, either way, you don't want a melty biscuit unless it's just been dipped into tea. But then why would you put it in the fridge or the freezer in the first place? Room temperature. Otherwise, you're freezing the goodness out of it. No, you're not freezing it. The fridge cools it. I know, but you're making it too hard and it's not enjoyable. Like chocolate should 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 be able to melt in your mouth. Even eggs. Have you ever cracked an egg that's just been left out in a counter? Eggs don't belong in the fridge either. No, eggs do. I take it, are in you the, the type of person that puts tomato sauce in the fridge as well? Yeah, I have my tomato sauce in the fridge. I have uh, tomato sauce. Do you toothbrush in the fridge as well? No, I bet you but put I the cat. I bet you your cat lives in the fridge. <laughs> okay, now in you go. Oh my god, she she probably would. She hates the heat. Yeah, she'd love the fridge. The only thing I don't keep in the fridge is honestly uh, rice, my cereal. And my red wine. And that's it. Everything else goes in there. 
Do you not like a cool glass of red wine with an ice cube in it? No, it's the only thing I don't like a cool glass of, but I don't like it to be too warm either, but I wouldn't put it in the fridge. I do put bananas in the fridge. Like, everything goes in the fridge. You're giving me a hell of a lot of stress here now, Saoirse. I can't take it anymore. So uh, Look, don't live with me. That's fine. You don't have to. Uh, listen, we need to kind of run some sort of now. survey on this. Will you give us... Let us know your opinion on this, because I feel very strongly about this. Chocolate should never go in the fridge, ever. It should go in the cupboard room temperature. Listen, listen, Sorry, Capri's, the, the chocolate gods have said this. Sorry, Sersha, fridge is too cold for chocolate. It makes your teeth feel cold when you bite it. Yeah, but that's... Who's that that's from? Who's that from? Who's that from? Higgins. Higgins. There you go. There you go, that's for you. Listen, let us know. 87 It's the late debate this evening. Don't be minding about anything else. This is where our attention needs to focus on tonight. Whether or not we should be campaigning for you to uh, take the chocolate out of the fridge. According to Matthew, you're a pervert if you put the chocolate in your Matthew, fridge. Matthew, that should is be so unfair. No. It isn't, it's true. Matthew speaks the truth. He, he, isn't going, he isn't afraid to be silenced by the critics here, by the pro-fridge uh, agenda, right? Let us know. 0876797104. New music now. Justin Bieber. This is Intentions. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Ah, I didn't put the mics up there quick enough because Saoirse was humming away to herself I was and singing. Away. Yeah, I like to hum. <clears throat> I'm not a good singer. Like, I wouldn't get into a shower and start belting out a tune. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm a fan of a hum or a rap. Oh, do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, a, a little hum. Uh, yeah, it's just a slight rap. <laughs> yes, it's uh, definitely a four. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Welcome. Come on, pull up a chair, sit down. We're having serious discussions this evening with all the chaos going on in the world. We're drilling down to serious impacts that are, are made in your own home. Cabris have come out. And on, a lot of people, you're not accepting the Cabris verdict on where your chocolate should go. All right? No, maybe Cabris need to sit down with the people and hear what the people have to say. No, no, they run a chocolate fascist dictatorship where their rule goes and you're either on board or you're out. I, um, where I did, We got a couple of good text messages in there. Look at this. You're broken. Look at this. You are broken if you like warm chocolate. And Cadbury's Australia are upside down. They're filled Thank from you. Stephen. You're, you are broken. <laughs> Absolutely. Who is that from? That's from Stephen. Good evening, Stephen. Stephen, well done. Yeah. Absolutely, you're broken. Like, listen, it's it's actually it makes it taste horrible. There's no, nothing but, worse. You, but listen, all if you if you put chocolate in the fridge, all chocolate tastes tastes the same. <clears throat> Do you know when you when something is cold, it closes up your taste buds, so you can't taste it as well. No, you can. Oh my god! No, no, no. Listen, oh listen, my god. listen. This is one of the reasons. Try a chocolate digestive Guinness, in the fridge. Do you, no. Do you remember when Guinness back in the day brought out? Guinness Extra Cold. Oh, I do remember that, actually. Now, the main reason Guinness Extra Cold was brought out was as a way to get new people to come in and try Guinness. Because one, some people didn't know how to drink Guinness, but uh, the colder it was, the the easier it is on your palate. Coldness is bad for for tasting things. Well, I I just don't don't agree with that. You're offending chocolate, Saoirse. I think it's split down the middle. I think there's a a 50-50... Going on here, fifty percent of people prefer prefer everything cold. But see, I don't sure, prefer everything sure, cold. Fifty sure. percent of people are wrong. This is the problem. No, they're not. They're just not. <laughs> Dylan, Look, Dylan's we'll create a team of cold chocolate together. Okay. 
<laughs> Dylan's after sending in a message <clears throat> saying, this is what Google says, and he sent us in a screenshot of a Google search, a search result. The question being, where's chocolate supposed to be kept? <clears throat> and here's the number one answer. And you know, if it's on the internet, it's 100% true, by the way. If it's on the internet, yeah, it's 100% course. true. So this is the first answer that comes back, okay? It says, um, so instead of the fridge, store chocolate in a cool, dry place. When chocolate is kept at a consistent temperature below 70 degrees Fahrenheit, I don't know what that is, uh, and a humidity of less than 55%, the emulsion of cocoa, of the cocoa, the cocoa solids and cocoa butter will stay stable for months. So this is science. You need to keep it in the press, otherwise no. science. No, I'm sorry. Maybe I could create a cold chocolate, a chocolate that is made for the fridge. The like only chocolate, chocolate that should cream. be in any way... No, not not um, ice cream. Not cr- <laughs> like not that's. I mean, chocolate only. Chocolate. Right. No ice cream in the middle. Not an ice burger. An actual chocolate that tastes better when it's freezing cold. I would do so well. I would. That's my new venture. There you go. You're cold getting chocolate. out here and you're you're doing the chocolate thing. Yeah, cold chocolate. Ton. Listen, there's a ton of messages coming in. Keith, what's the story? Keith says, I put it in the freezer for about 30 minutes. You have to put the chocolate in the freezer for about 30 minutes. Warm chocolate is too soggy. It's the same as a beer. No, it's not though, is it? Yeah. Nobody likes a warm beer. beer. No, no one does like a warm beer. That's sacrilegious. Yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be cold. I totally agree. Although I think 30 minutes in a freezer is a bit much. You know, I'd be all for 30 minutes in a fridge, but uh, there's no need to go freezing the thing. You don't want to actually break your teeth. Okay. Listen, you're getting a lot of messages in here support. Brian, good evening. What's the story? Brian has said, Evening, guys. Normally, I don't agree with Saoirse as what she keeps in the fridge. It's shocking. (laughs) But chocolate definitely tastes better from the fridge. Where I worked before the whole COVID thing, they used to keep the chocolate in the fridge for me. Lads, Brian, what are you doing? Because that's where it's meant to be kept. Now, people have given out to me, obviously, for having my chocolate in the fridge. Like, I have a little section at the top where the eggs usually go, and that's where I keep my chocolate. But, you know, people used to give out to me saying bread goes off quicker when it's in the fridge than if you left it out. It doesn't. If you leave bread on a counter, after two days, you'll start seeing mould on it. If you keep it in the fridge, you could keep it there for two weeks and you wouldn't even know. There's nothing wrong with it. It's perfect. Fridge is where it belongs. It melts too quick in the press. That's some Grace, is it? Grace, evening. Um, <clears throat> put chocolate into a cool place, not into the fridge. That's in for Michelle. Michelle, what's the story? Thank you very much for that. Yes, into the fridge. No, you're going to lose the taste. UHT, that know. was our middle question, by the way. I don't know what you... Do you know, I was scarred when I was younger because I, my mum used to do a big shop and she'd buy Cokes, or cans of Coke crisps and chocolate and she used to put the crisps in the fridge and she'd leave the cokes and the chocolate out and they'd be right where the sun would shine in and they were always warm and disgusting and then the crisps were freezing so now I make sure that all the chocolate goes in the fridge and I don't eat crisps Sean has said I agree with Saoirse I love cold chocolate Sean Sean what are you doing thank you Sean thank you Sean, you need to get some help, okay? We're here for you. Take your chocolate out of the fridge and put it in the press. No one's agreeing with you. Apart from 
your friend, pervert man. <laughs> Matthew is, Michelle is, all the sounds, all the sound lads are. The majority are not. And I no. think that's where we need to end oh. this. No, no, listen, I'm, I'm cl- crawling back. You just, uh, Carl has said, yeah, Choc- Cormac is right. Chocolate goes into a cupboard. Saoirse, you are just wrong. No, I'm not wrong. I'm absolutely not oh. wrong. I'm never wrong. Oh, yeah. I'm a wise woman. Listen, Saoirse, it's okay. One of the hardest things in life is admitting when you've made a mistake and when you were wrong, but we can all use this as a learning moment and we can move on together and we can just give Carl his... <laughs> This is 100% right, Look, okay? at least we're all agreeing that chocolate is life, okay? That chocolate gets us by hard times, good times, bad times, emotional times, and everything in between. So, <laughs> I think we can just agree to disagree tonight. No, 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 no. I'm not going to be a nice guy and go, okay, let us agree to disagree, whatever you want, dear, no problem. <laughs> not a chance in hell. Chocolate in the press, lads. No question. Thank you, Amy. Thank and plus, also, just letting you know that if a mouse was to break into your house or mice, what are they going to go to? The presses. They can eat their way into the presses or, or scurry the, their way into the presses and eat your chocolate. So it's very exposed. It's actually in a dangerous position and place in your kitchen. Whereas if you keep it in the fridge, you're not going to have that problem. They're not going to open the fridge door. So it's Choc- safer in the chocolate. If you know all your food is kept in the fridge, nothing can get near it. No insects, it- no creepy crawlies, <laughs> no nothing. Listen, I think um, I think a scientist is after getting in touch now. Richie out in Talak, good evening, how are you? We'll call you Dr. Richie from now on. Dr. Richie has said, chocolate is supposed to be kept at around 10 degrees. Otherwise, it can turn whitish looking, which is when the chocolate is going off. There we go. There we go. Wait, chocolate goes off? What do you mean chocolate goes off? I know we generally I've don't leave it long that. enough before it goes off, but Richie, this is for you. You know what? It's not the doctor, it's Father Richie. Father Richie, you have now said what well, he has just said is gospel. Fair enough. Well done, Richie. Fair enough. I mean, if you know the best, that's grand, but look, everyone has different taste buds, and my taste buds say colder the better. Andy has also followed up with some important points. Is chocolate in the fridge in a shop? No. Also, no, are crisps not. in the fridge? What the F? Thank you, Andy. Thank you very no, much. No, but there's a lot of fruit that's not in the fridge and there's a lot of veg that is not in a fridge in a shop. But I think it's because usually people end up buying it within the same day. So it's not like you're keeping it for a week on the shelf. But people always put their fruit and veg usually in the fridge. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, again, I, I put my, my potatoes in the, not, in the fridge. No. Keep them outside yes. in a cool, dry place. Not in a cold, no dry place. A cool one. Oh, I don't know. I couldn't live with you. Too stressful. You're backwards. I Plus, backwards, you're just though. like, you're spreading things around too much around the kitchen. Like, keep them all comp- compa- um, compacted into the little fridge and then you're grand. Someone has also said, uh, Sergio must have a giant fridge because there seems to be everything in it. No, I don't. I have a tiny mini fridge. Well, it's not mini, but it's one of those half ones. I have a half fridge, half freezer, but I have nothing in the freezer. And in the fridge, I just have chocolate, bread, butter and eggs. Um, I don't tend to cook. So I'll just get takeaway dinners to put in the microwave and takeaways. That's what gets me by. I'm a very healthy girl. Very healthy. Mm. No, I'm not. I'm the picture of unhealth, to be honest. Um, Uh, But yeah. Um, Janet, good evening, Janet. What's the story? Janet's just messaged in. Uh, my milk chocolate goes in the freezer and dark chocolate goes in the fridge. Definitely not the cupboard. Interesting. But when, when chocolate is really cold, even out of the fridge, is it not just really hard to eat? It's not uncomfortable. Well, so it's not soft. I don't think anyone should be eating you have dark to chocolate. You snap it. You're not break but if it you too. are, if you are eating dark chocolate, dark chocolate is definitely um, harder than milk chocolate so I think keeping that in the fridge is a better option than keeping that in the freezer because that would actually break your teeth sometimes it is a bit rock hard but um, that's a, another discussion for another night though no one should be eating dark chocolate we it won't even go there this evening we yeah, won't even go there well, we'll, as I said we'll, we'll have to leave that for another night listen thanks for the messages any other thoughts on that I said that's <laughs> Uh, the biggest debate of the evening. Don't mind whatever else is going on. It's the serious stuff here, okay? Turn off Leo. Turn off, like, Claire Byrne live of a... I don't even know if she's on on the Thursday evening. This is what the people want to know and what they need to know. You could be living with freaks, as Matthew put it earlier on, perverts. You <laughs> should be on a watch list, a chocolate offenders list, and it should be published to you in your area. So if you're moving into a new place, you can say, oh my God, Saoirse Long's here. She's a chocolate pervert who puts it in the fridge and you can protect your kids from them uh, so that they don't put the chocolate in the fridge and ruin it. Listen, thanks for the text coming in for that. Uh, on the way next, as you may have heard, we are doing F104's Mind Your Noggin. Uh, tomorrow it's to raise funds and awareness for Jigsaw. They're a charity 
organisation working with young people on their mental health to provide professional services uh, for young people in Dublin and all over the country. If you want to have, uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about what they do, we actually chatted to one of the clinical leads, John Owens, yesterday. Really good interview and he explains exactly what they do, how they can benefit young people and if you're a parent or a guardian or a teacher or, or a trainer or a coach who works with young people, other resources for you to try and help navigate that kind of space, which can be a little bit awkward if, if we're not exactly sure of how to do it. But um, we're doing this to raise, we're doing our Mind Your Noggin Day tomorrow all to help promote the charity and promote the importance of looking after your head especially during these times and we're going to be chatting to uh, Dan Pitcher who's got a F104 sports reporter here we'll be chatting to Dan uh, just about his own story about his own journey and his own kind of as he calls you know demons with himself and how if he had something like Jigsaw back in the day that would have been a huge benefit so listen check out jigsawonline.ie um, and we'll be doing a huge crazy day tomorrow for F104's Mind Your Noggin Day but our Dan Pitcher will be on the way next FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Here and tomorrow is uh, F104's Mind Your Noggin Day. We have teamed up with Jigsaw, who are a youth mental health charity, one of the leading youth mental health charities in the country, and uh, they look after and provide a ton of really good professional services, we might add, for uh, young people who might be struggling. Also, if you are not a young person, but you might have a young person in the house, they provide guidance for guardians, for parents, for teachers, for all that. You know, So if you're maybe not sure how to broach the topic, or maybe not sure uh, how to deal with a certain person in your house who might be struggling all the information is up there jigsawonline.ie and you'll be able to uh, get all the information there where myself and Saoirse are running up the Empire State Building tomorrow from our own home yes, so it's 1,860 steps I don't know if we're going to be able to, to do it or who will uh, who will yourself. win I'm, I'm just going to go out there and just tell you I'm going to win hands down I'm competitive <laughs> and I have little feet so I can run up and down the stairs quicker than you can but one of my steps would just be three steps. You know what I mean? Yeah, actually, does that count? Of course it counts. Skip? So you can yeah. skip up? Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, your little legs can't even get to one step. <laughs> <laughs> my wag is stuck on the first step. Yeah, but you're going to do that and then you're going to end up falling down the stairs. I know, that's, that's what I'm worried about. So listen, we're kicking that off tomorrow at 2 o'clock and uh, we'll be doing it live on F104's Instagram as well for the first bit. Uh, so you'll be able to check along and see that we're doing it. 1,860 steps. And if you can, if you're feeling generous and you, if you can support in any way, shape or form to Jigsaw, fm104.ie forward slash donate. We would really appreciate it and it's a very, very, very worthwhile charity to help young people who will be going through uh, a difficult time and a little bit of a struggle. So uh, you know what, your money will be going towards good services, helpful services. And to chat a little bit more about how these these services might have helped him back in the day and some of the issues and struggles that this person went through and came in. Uh, and it always is. It's always someone that you probably work with and wouldn't maybe necessarily have known the situation that they were in or the dark places that they had to go to and go back from. Uh, always has a cheerful voice on the radio. Always great crack to be around. Mr. Dan Pitcher, how's you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. How are you guys? Good. We're doing good, yeah. Good. Now, now I would harvest the guess and say, right, you and Saoirse know each other probably better and closer than I would with you, for example. But mm. my, obviously, you know, knowing you for a year or so, maybe a little bit more than that, would always put you down as the uh, outgoing, funny, energetic, blah, 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 the usual trope, right? But that may not have always been the case internally for you. No, certainly not. And, I mean, you know, judging by that, I mean, I think... 
for I'm not going to paint everybody with the one brush but for, I suppose for a lot of people that I suppose is a characteristic that you would see an awful lot of uh, from from somebody you know not not going through you know a, a, you know a very good time that maybe they feel they have to mask something or maybe put on a smile or whatever yeah. Um, but yeah no I mean like I've 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 had my struggles um, I've had my demons um, sometimes I still have them I go to war with my own head and um, yeah like it's 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 not pleasant and uh, it, it you know like for me is it, it goes back to probably around the time you know when when I was a kid um, you know didn't really have that much of a, a, a great time in school um, I was uh, I, I would have been bullied a lot in school particularly in my junior search years um, and that was sort of uh, never pleasant um, you know I sort of again more sort of my junior third years first to third year kind of found myself sort of um kind of isolated from uh, anybody else who uh, who I was in school with um things got a little bit better sort of as I as I neared sixth year probably because I was getting out of there um but um yeah like things things just were not good um and that kind of lives with you you know and you take certain things with you and you know throughout the years you know I've taken certain things with me and um it kind of festers along with an awful lot of other stuff other stuff can kind of get mixed into it and particularly if you're keeping stuff to yourself um, and not really talking about it, it kind of festers and festers to a point where, you know, one day you might just completely have an explosion and, and you know, get completely overwhelmed. And, you know, that's that's happened to me a couple of times. Um, but, um, yeah, so, like, I mean, yeah, I've, I've, I've certainly, I've, I've definitely had my demons and um, from time to time still fighting them. Did, um, like, when you were obviously going, going to school and stuff like that, did you ever have something like Jigsaw to kind of go to or what did you feel at the time you were just yeah you're just stuck in your own head for the time being you're pretty much stuck in your own head I don't like going back that far I'm like I'm open to correction on this but I I don't think Jigsaw because I can remember when Jigsaw kind of came on the scene and um, you know I was I was working in community radio at the time and I can I can remember when they came on because we were having them in a lot Um, but certainly when I was going through school I don't think I ever had it and would 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 have loved if I did, because you know it would have been a you know it would have been a uh, you know a pretty good support mechanism there for me. Um, but you know, other than like like every school had like a, um, a what do you call it a careers kind of guidance counselor sort of within the school yeah. and sort of that's that's all really that I had. Um, and you know maybe aside from like my my parents as well. Like you know aside from that, like there was there was pretty much nothing there for me. Um, so as you as, as as you rightfully said, yeah, you, you're just you're 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 completely stuck in your head. And it's funny back then it was like go to a guidance counselor, and that guidance counselor from my school happened to be a nun, so she was mm. much older, and she was someone that I felt like I couldn't approach. So I think especially back then when you didn't have anyone to turn to. And yeah, and it's, it's a massive trust issue as well. You're you're about to you're about to open yourself up and tell somebody. You know, I'm I'm going through hell, or you know, whatever whatever it is that you have to, uh, whatever it is that you have to say. You you got to be able to trust that person to, I suppose, a keep it to themselves, and you know, sort of keep it between you, um, and you know, trust that you know something might be able to come from it, um, you know, which which I was never really able to do. 
um, you know, one of the other things that I, you know, that I that I struggled with and like only really sort of um, came to proper terms with a couple of years ago was my own sexuality. Like I, I was, I was like, it, I wasn't bullied because of my sexuality. Like I wasn't out uh, when I was in school, but I felt that. God, you know, if, if if people found out about this, this is it's it, it's essentially giving them another target, another stick to beat me with, you know, and 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 that was that was the kind of thought that that was going through uh, my head at the time, and I'm kind of like, God, no, I can't do that, I can't have anybody knowing that, um, because you know, I I I was terrified of of the the kind of the misery that 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 might cause me. Um, so you know, I, I I kept that to myself for a very very long time, and I think actually. Today or tomorrow, I'm not quite sure the date, but I think it's the it's five years since we all went to the polls and and voted for marriage equality. Um, so, um, like, I only I only came out essentially that day, uh, the day of the vote, because I felt you know there, w- there was never going to be a better time to do it. Um, but uh, so yeah, so like I mean like, and, and that was a huge struggle for me because I couldn't I couldn't be sort of the person who I was, I was always kind of, you know, sort of pretending to be a person that I wasn't. Um, and that was, that, that was another major struggle. Ba- back in, uh, it, sorry. sorry, I was just going to say, back in school when you were, I think you were involved with sports and stuff like that back then as well? Because obviously um, you were a sports not, man. Not, not really, because again, like, you know, I, I, I felt, you know, very, very isolated, uh, you know, because of the bullying and I felt that, I, I I couldn't really get involved in sport because you know the 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 people that were participating in that were were were, play, were playing the sports that I was interested in you know um uh, so you know I felt that I I just like I I couldn't go anywhere near that um so often was the time that like you know after school I'd I'd just go home and. I just, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of just like what, what I did after school was just listen to radio, um, and that's what I kind of did to, to to sort of calm down because you know every day kind of brought its own misery, um, and you know sort of sitting there listening to the radio, um, whoever was on, uh, you know, was was my kind of way of kind of relaxing and and, and feeling like there was somebody there. And did you find then, obviously, when you came out um, five years ago? that there was a huge difference then oh, in resources ma- than there was back when you were younger. Major difference, major difference. Now, I, I must point out that, like, you know, I, I, I would have had, a, like, around that time, I would have had, like, a really, really small group of friends um, that did know and that were, you know, sort of uh, very supportive of that. Um, and I, I remember going to them uh, on the day and I'm saying, you know, I was kind of asking for advice of, you know, is this... You know, like, should I do this? Like, is 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 this the day? Is there is there going to be any other better day? And they were all saying, no, like, go for it. Like, you know, this this is the day where. And and as we all saw, the very next day was a landslide on the vote, um, people overwhelmingly in support of it. Um, but yeah, like that's that's the like. Though they 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 were all giving me the sort of the thumbs up for it, and geez, like I, I I can remember every single moment of that day. Like yeah. I had a, a a thing ready to go to put on Facebook, and I kind of texted all of them. I said, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna press go on this. Uh, you know, would you would you would you mind stepping on and, and giving it a like for me, please? Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of what you know. And and the the, the response was, my God, the response was something else. It was something that I never 
that I never imagined um, that I, that I guess you know it was all supportive. It was all like there was there was no negativity whatsoever. You know, one of the things that I was really afraid of, like I was I was coaching at the time in in my school that I went to. I went yeah. back and I was their their director of rugby uh, for a number of years. And one of the things that I had feared was that you know obviously because you're putting something out on social media, somebody's about to come across something, bound to come across something, and like there was so many shares and there were so many likes, and I kind of figured, you know what if this got into the wrong hands and somebody had like a sort of a bad reaction or you know whatever would I have to stop coaching or would I have to you know whatever and I remember the training so the, the very next training session after that vote my the, the, the guy who was the, the captain of the, the rugby team had come forward to me and he, he sort of in front of the group um, said look we've, we, we, all, we all discussed this we saw your post we heard about your post um, and you know we all want you to know that we're, we're incredibly proud that you're our coach and you know incredibly proud that you're a coach and you know a friend to all of us and that was a reaction that i never expected uh never and i just i i I remember stood back thinking oh my god has he like what's 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 just happened you know um because like that 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 very scenario was was the fear and getting a bad reaction from it was a fear so yeah like i mean it, it was it was absolutely amazing and i must point out as well that like i i an awful lot of what i kind of learned to do and learned in in terms of coming to terms with you know who i was mm. um you may have heard of the referee nigel owens the the, the rugby referee yeah. from wales and he has an incredible story his book is actually lying on, on on my desk in the office that i haven't been able to go to in ages um but uh, he, he an incredible story and i remember years ago years ago reaching out to him on facebook and uh, not even thinking that i'd get any sort of response i just thought well, i may as well just try and shoot off a message and um you know to be fair to the man he, he came back to me within an hour and you know for for a good solid few years i was able to you know sort of bounce things back off him and um you know i, I had the pleasure of being able to interview him once or twice over the years too for for, for work and for radio and stuff uh, and incredibly sound man but a brilliant brilliant story if there's anybody listening that needs something to go by uh, you know if you're into whether you're into your sport or not uh, you know if you're if you're growing up and you're kind of going through a time and you're going oh, you know I can't I can't come out I can't be who I was go go and pick up Nigel's story because it really really is incredible and now obviously you're still fighting your demons now and again what do you go to or what do you do to try and Kind of um, it's it's difficult. Like you know, like I've 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 had like it, so it 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 wasn't just that you know. Like I mean, uh, I suppose because of the my you know lack of self esteem. Uh, like I I I never really felt good about myself. I had a I had, had a major sort of weight problem throughout my teenage years, and something that I never was really able to combat until last year. Um, you know, I took it upon myself to lose a huge amount of weight, um, and I did. I lost about four, nearly five stone in the space of a couple of months um, down in my local gym and um, you know so that that was also a, you know a big problem and it was one of these problems and as I mentioned at the outset that kind of fester and fester and then you know sort of eventually bro- you know blow up um, they were the sort of issues that I was kind of dealing with um, and you know feeling really really bad about myself you know so uh 
like where do I go to I mean you know it's it's it, it, it that's that's difficult I, I I just you try and sort of zone it out really as much as you can like over the years I've learned to uh, like I, I I had gone to see doctors I had gone to see psychotherapists I was like a, a number of years ago I think it was around when I was around 21 22 I had a major blow up and you know ended up on 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 medication and um you know stuff like that and and and, and that helped at the time and you, you know you sort of develop different ways to deal with things and like only maybe about two three years ago I went back and did a little bit of counseling again and you know like that those those type of things like if if if, if you are feeling that way and you are feeling that there's nobody to go to or nowhere to turn these are sources that you can go to like uh, you know I, I I never felt great about opening up to people I didn't know and even the people I did know I, I always felt terrible you know trying to you know yeah. open up because I feel you feel that you know am I a burden on this person that I'm telling this big you know piece of news to um, and you know it's the it's it's the feeling of being a burden that kind of I I, I would imagine deters an awful lot of people from speaking but I actually found throughout the years as I've gone on that that speaking is the most important thing and for what we in FML4 are doing with uh, Jigsaw as I mentioned at the outset as well I would have loved to have had an organization like Jigsaw because I know I know the work that they do um, for, for, for young people and it's absolutely magnificent um, and you know if, if you know rewinding the clock if there was a sort of a Jigsaw there when I was growing up I'd, I'd, have, I'd have jumped at it um, and you know they, they're, they're also you know a group especially for the young people if they do feel like they've got nowhere to turn, that they are there, they are non-judgmental. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to turn you away. That you know, all they want to do is help. Um, and as I said, I've, I've, you know, I've found over the years that the more and more I've talked about stuff, the more and more it's helped. Um, and that it's it's okay. Like you 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 hear this term all the time. It's okay not to be okay. It is one hundred percent okay not to be okay. I think everybody goes through it. And I think you know now during this pandemic, you know, especially during the the time when we were all asked to stay indoors and you know not see our loved ones and not see our friends and stuff. I can imagine the the impact that that's had on people. Like I mean, it's had a pretty negative impact on me. I you know I I try and get myself out and I try and get myself walking. Um, but it's 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 definitely had a negative impact, um, and I, I I imagine that it's the case for an awful lot of people. But you know when when it is safe to you know get and you know meet your mates, like, oh you know you can you can meet people in small groups. Maybe maybe in that small group, maybe if you're on a walk, talk to somebody mm -hmm. about how you're feeling, and maybe you know how the last seven or eight weeks have felt to you, and that you know oh if it's felt difficult, well say it. Because you, you will feel so much better having said it afterwards. Uh, and I know I, I, I certainly feel, um, you know, a hell of a lot better now. Um, like, yeah. It, 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 but it, I, it, I often find, uh, as well, sometimes, not all the time, but if you're asking for someone else's perspective on the thing, sometimes they'll twig something for you and you'll be like, oh, oh hang on. You know what I mean? Not in every circumstance, but some, sometimes you're, you're, you can look at things in the wrong way or in a way that isn't necessarily helping you or helping anyone else. And someone can come along and kind of go, because when you have to describe it to someone else, you're so sure of your own problems inside your own head mm. for, you know, for certain things. And you're, you're, you're reinforcing it constantly and you talk to someone else about it and you sometimes have to convince them that it's a problem and they can say one or two things. And you're like, oh, hang on. Never thought about it that way. I yeah. know that that isn't the case for everything, but I think that's one of the benefits is that once you get it out of your own head and show it to someone else and they can kind of go, well, 
Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe this and this. And then maybe just the fact that, as I said, once you've, you've heard yourself saying it out loud can help kind of process it in your own head. There are different... Uh, sort of, I suppose, pictures that, that, that you know, if, if if you were to speak to a mate or whatever, that they, that, as as you rightly said, that that they can that they can paint for you, and 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 that's why it is so important to talk, um, because you know, and 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 sadly, you know, sadly there are an awful lot of people that 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 don't talk about it, and that you know, it does overwhelm to a point where. Uh, where tragedy strikes, and uh, you know it, it's it's the case for so many thousands of people, um, in, not only in this country but around the world, um, and it is so horrifically tragic. And you know, I will admit that I did go through you know a stage last year where I wasn't talking, you know, about stuff, and it it it, it very nearly turned into a point for me. And uh, you know, if if not for a mate who who actually didn't know what he you know that 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 I was going through anything at the time just rang me asked me for you know if if i wanted to go for a pint with him and you know i think maybe the reality was if if that phone call had maybe come 20 minutes or an hour later you know i don't know whether or not it would have been answered so you know make sure you talk i like you know i i I have learned that i've learned that the hard way over the years is make sure you talk to somebody because you know i did talk to that person and i've talked to so many other people and it does help it really, really, really does help. And, you know, as I said, don't feel like you are a burden, you know, on anybody because you're not. If you, if you have the right support around you, if you have the right group of friends around you, it's not going to be a burden. It's, you know, it's not going to be a problem. If, you know, if, if you have real friends, they'll, they'll, they'll want to know what's going on with you. And, you know, if there's something not, you know, particularly right, if there's, you know, something that's bothering you, of course they'll want to know about it. And they'll, they'll want to know, is there something maybe I can do to help? And good to hear. And I think that's oftentimes getting outside your own head can help. And if you're still uncomfortable with maybe, you know, you listen to Dan and you can relate to some of the things that he's saying or going through or has gone through and you still uncomfortable about approaching certain people, first port of call, head on to uh, jigsawonline.ie because they have a ton of information. They have a free phone service number as well. <clears throat> and sometimes you can just ring someone that, you know what, they, they may be a stranger, but they, they don't know you at all. They have no judgments. They have no preconceived notions. Obviously, you don't have to worry about anything like that. As in, that's what we're all trying to do is to raise some uh, awareness tomorrow and funds for Jigsaw on uh, Mind Your Noggin Day. But listen, Dan uh, Dan Pitcher, FMN4 Sports Reporter, thanks a million for uh, popping on this evening. I know um, a lot of people get a lot from that, but listen, obviously look after yourself and uh, yeah listen always a pleasure thanks for popping on no bother guys good luck with your challenge tomorrow <laughs> yeah Thank that's going to be uh, an interesting one indeed <laughs> um, so <laughs> if we do make it through but listen we'll, we'll let you know and you, you're more than well no no who do you think is going to win Dan do you know what? I was only I was only thinking that as you were as you were bringing me on. Go, you know, it, is, is there any odds that I can get maybe in P power that I might be able <laughs> no, to throw some? Seconds. I've I've not I've not enough. had an awful lot of sport to, to bet on over the last. There you while. go. This is it. This is the, the grand national of our time. <laughs> well, just take for take take last week for example, where I fell over my shopping bags walking to the shop, and Cormac was running, and he fell running. So I mean. It doesn't look good for us. It'll be, be entertaining to say the to, for, 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 for the only thing. No, but I'm going to put you on the spot now, Dan. You have to pick. Oh, God. Oh. That's a difficult one. Pick wisely. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to say Saoirse because I know like she, I've, 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 seen, I've seen the amount of stairs that You're that woman has to climb to get into her apartment. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And I'm kind of going. Well, she's, no, probably, she's probably used to 
the stamina of, of how many stairs she has to go up and down and often with an awful lot of stuff an awful lot of bags like watching that like, we, we, we went shopping one time and watching that woman go all the way up the amount of stairs that she has with a shopping bags the amount that she got was just something that I've never seen before in my life so um, I, I, right, I imagine Dad, just, just made. don't worry <laughs> <laughs> I'm so oh, happy God. now. I've a few people, um, you know, supporting me here, so I better do it tomorrow. Yeah, you better. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to deep hours. Right, right. Well, listen, I, I, I don't mind being the underdog and uh, upsetting a few people tomorrow when it happens. Listen, Dan. Again, thanks a million for popping on. We'll chat you again soon, and hopefully by this time tomorrow, I'll have proven you wrong. Yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> right. Listen. Thanks take it easy. See you. Good luck. Uh, here's uh, Dermot Kennedy. This is all my friends. You're listening to F1. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. And it's definitely something like that we're going to be needing to listen to tomorrow because myself and Saoirse uh, to try and help raise some funds for F104's Mind Your Noggin Day and Jigsaw, which is Ireland's leading mental health charity, are going to be running up and down our stairs about 133 times to match the same height and the same amount of stairs. That is in the Empire State Building. Yes, I cannot wait. I think I'm going to listen to Fitmix. going to have a blaring. That's not a bad shout at all. Yeah. That is definitely not a bad shout. Fit mix. It's great. Really good. So the good news is we're, we're technically like, uh, what, 10 minutes away from F104's Mind Your Noggin Day because it starts on Friday. Now, it's officially obviously starting with Jim Jim and Nobby on the Strawberry Alarm Clock in the morning. Uh, they're chatting to uh, Little Mix in the morning. They've got the script. Yeah. They've got Code Line. All the lads are out throughout the day. Uh, the Coronas, uh, Ruth Ann, tons and tons of people. Uh, the body coach, Joe Wicks. Uh, is going to be on as well. We should have asked him for some advice as well um, before we did this. So uh, we're doing this to raise some funds and to challenge ourselves and to give you a little bit of entertainment that are suffering <laughs> uh, for the crack. But we'll be doing that tomorrow. We're going to kick off at 2 o'clock, but we have some a, a pair of VIP tickets for you to uh, try and win. All you need to do is uh, obviously keep an eye on what we're doing tomorrow get involved but uh, it'll just, just be a simple text to win competition tomorrow on our WhatsApp so it's a VIP pair of tickets to picture this Malahide Castle next year and to meet and greet as well these are v- these tickets are completely sold out by the way you'll get to meet the lads they'll greet you you'll get some photos for your Instagram happy days and uh, you'll get into the gig uh, which is completely sold out so as a thanks for the support as a thanks for getting involved and helping us with F104's Mind Your Noggin Day uh, you'll be entered in the draw for that if you want to um, if you want a sneaky heads up, just um, Empire State to 0876797104 we'll put you in the draw. You'll just have to text that tomorrow, but you can do it now because we like you and you're listening at 10 to 12 and, you know, you're room 104 regular. You're a regular. I feel like we're in the pub. Yeah. Go on, you can stay for one. You can stay for one. <laughs> um, Empire State, 0876797104 and it could be you meeting the lads seeing them perform at Malahide Castle and being a fancy VIP person. You'll probably get a fancy lanyard. It's one of those things where you're like, sorry, I'm sorry, out of my way. I'm a VIP. So listen, that's what we're doing. And there's a ton of other stuff, stuff uh, happening all throughout the day tomorrow. But um, a lot of, uh, again, a lot of it will revolve around whether or not my self and sister survive the Empire State Building Challenge that is tomorrow. But I think it'll be close. I think it will as well, yeah. I really do. I think it's going to be close, but I'm going to win. I just know. <sighs> okay. Look, we're, okay. we'll see what happens. But look, you know, I'm competitive, and I and I get my way most of the time. <laughs> you won't be able to flirt your way out of this one, Saoirse. Oh God, I'm doing my best. Doing my absolute best, and I will tomorrow. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, Keith has said, Cormac, make the stairs challenge more interesting where the loser has to do a forfeit when lockdown is over and make more money for the charity. That's not a bad idea. But uh, I think both of us will be in such a heap tomorrow after we all this is done. in bits. I might have great legs, though. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice toned legs. A parachute or a bungee jump? Have you ever done a bungee jump? Never, no. I don't Would do you? anything. I don't. I don't live on the edge. No, never. Um, a bungee jump is scarier than a parachute jump. See, like you, you're the type of person that likes to thrill yourself and n- well, make I, yourself I, 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 in, get into dangerous situations that you shouldn't. But again, I was terrified doing both of them. Absolutely, the most like absolutely terrified. I didn't enjoy anything about it. I just wanted to tick them off the bucket list, if you know what I mean. And how did it go? Oh, they Can were great. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Though. See, I just could never do that. Never in a million years. Skydive is way no. easier than a bungee jump. No, I wouldn't do it. There you go. Thanks for that, Keith. That's the next thing. Seriously, we'll have to do a skydive. Look, if you pay for a skydive. And it's for a very good charity. Like, you have no idea. I'm petrified of rats and stuff, but, like, I've never had to face a fear, like, skydiving. But I hate flying in general, so I don't like oh, to yeah. be... Oh, yeah, you'd be, you'd be I don't like traumatized. I'd be traumatized. I really would. Do a skydive, and then you turn around, and the guy who's on your back, the, sky, the skydive instructor person, is just wearing a rat mask, and you look behind you, and you're like... Ah, no! Man. Oh, my God. I think I'd just, like, cut the cord and be like, I'm done. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> like, see if I know. Flying bye, away. Bye, bye. Oh, uh, that'd good be luck. horrific. Yeah, absolutely so, horrific. Listen, if you want to, you want to get into the draw before everyone tomorrow. This is officially being announced and launched at two o'clock on F One Hundred Four's Instagram Live, when we're going to be at the bottom of the stairs, and the race will begin. If you want to win those tickets, uh, Empire State. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one four. Drop us in a WhatsApp, and you'll be in early. You get your little VIP into the VIP competition. Let us know what the crack is, uh, so you can do that. Anyway, we'll be talking about how hair knows when you're asleep in just a few moments. And we'll have a bit of music from Joke. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.